Hello everyone and welcome to The Way Podcast, Mind, Body, and Spirit. The Way is a community of believers established with the sole purpose of serving others. I will be your host, Doug Sauer, and each week we bring in key leaders of The Way to discuss healing of the mind, body, and spirit through the Lord Jesus Christ. All the members of The Way want to sincerely say thank you for listening each week and look forward to building a strong, positive, faith-based community together with you. And so, without further ado, let's join in this week's episode. Hey, how's it going, everyone? And welcome back to The Way Podcast. I will be your host, Doug Sauer. And today we bring back on the show, Michelle Latham. And as always, Sheila Mahler. How are we doing today, ladies? Hey, Doug. Hey, Doug. How are you doing? Doing great. Having you back, Michelle, means that we have completed a full rotation of all the key leaders. Lisa Eaton on the mind, Kathy Hemmel with the body, and Father Mitch on the spirit. So that's pretty exciting to kick off the first season of The Way Podcast with those great people and all the super awesome knowledge they've brought so far. Yeah, it went pretty well, I think, the first rotation. And I know I was excited each week to hear every new person share what they had with everyone. So speaking of seasons, you all were wanting to share with the listeners a little bit about the seasons or your explanation of the seasons and how they apply to the upcoming months. So we kind of were planning for this next month to be talking about Lent, and we love the scripture for everything. There's a season and a time for every purpose under heaven. You know, it's really true. God made us for seasons. You know, he made us for change. We really are evolutionary beings. And so Lent is such a cool time. And we thought it'd be neat to address Lent from the mind, from the body, and from the spirit. So that's kind of what the plan is for this next coming go-round. So Lent starts with Ash Wednesday. And it is 40 days is representative of when Jesus was led into the desert and he spent 40 days in prayer and fasting. And then it ended with him being tempted by Satan. And so that is what Lent is for us. It's a time of prayer and fasting. Right. So we're going to kind of talk about how these things kind of relate to us from a mind perspective, a body perspective, and then a spirit perspective. So praying and fasting, Christ alludes to the power of prayer and fasting in healing. And that's really what this ministry is all about, is healing body, mind, and spirit. I believe you had said before, part of Lent is fasting. Previously mentioned that fasting and healing go hand in hand. Right. Yeah. So now Kathy is going to really drop some knowledge bombs on us with regard to fasting. I think that episode will be really cool. All three of us have had some experience with fasting and and there's some really exciting information out there. I don't want to give away too much of it. They're about the positive effects of fasting on the body. And we know that Christ fasted, you know, that fasting is as old as our faith. And Doug, during Lent, we could also look at fasting in other ways too. So it's not just food, it's fasting also from sin. So what is God calling you to during Lent to give up? It could be anything that distracts you from your life. It could be anything that is keeping you from the present moment. Yeah, I'm experiencing that heavily with the Exodus 90 that I'm on with Father Mitch. I mean, as long as you're alive, right? It's an it's exactly. an evolution, no question. You know. Yeah. No, I was just gonna say that's kind of a cool topic that we're gonna kind of bring up with Lisa when we get to the mind is how, you know, giving things up that maybe not related to food, but more related to like things that are kind of getting in the way of us really being introspective and taking a really serious good look, our own hearts and our own minds. Which I think is such a powerful thing to do during Lent. I mean, to do all the time, but Lent is a great time of preparation. So also for me, Doug, it's a time for reflection, like a renewed focus on my spiritual life. So 
as I was reflecting for this Lent and thinking about what I want to do this year for Lent, I was thinking about my roles also. So what are things that I could do to be a better wife? What are things I could do to be a better mother? And one thing for me that I struggle with that I really want to try to work on is being more positive as a mother. So trying to respond in situations instead of reacting when things aren't going the way I want them to go, when we're trying not to be late again for school. So how are ways that I can respond with love in those situations instead of yelling for the third time, we need to get in the car because we're going to be late again today. So those are things for me that I'm looking at for Lent. And so Lent is something that we observe as a church. And it's also a very personal thing. Each person kind of chooses what they're going to look at for Lent because, of course, our hearts are all in different places. you know. And I think for me this Lent, I really want to continue to try and take that deeper dive that we were talking about with Father Mitch, like to continue to just to know where my shortcomings tend to be and what my buttons tend to be so that I can be more representative of Christ in the world. And I think that's kind of the goal for all of us is to figure out what our triggers are, you know, so get to know yourself well enough to know, like we were talking about with Father Mitch, you know, know the things that you struggle with because we all struggle. You know, the more that you are aware, the less you are going to be offended. You know, the less you're going to be personally, egotistically fighting back about. And so then the more you can just really love, you know, and bring light to other people and you see people struggling and you're like, man, I get that. Sounds like it's a time to just stop and do a mental reset, check your surroundings and see what's going on inside and where you need to, you know, turn to God for that, I believe. Yeah, I agree. 100%. You know, one thing we haven't gotten to yet, maybe we'll cover it after the Lent topic, is talking about being in a state of grace. And there are some super trendy words for being in a state of grace right now. There's like being in the zone or like in basketball, being in the pocket, or if you're a runner, like runner's high. Being in a state of grace is, you know, how it feels to have your heart fully present and open and connected to Christ. You know, we talk about this on retreat, but I feel like Peter was in a state of grace when he looked at Christ and he saw him walking on the water and he said, my God, you know, there you are. And he walked right to him and he was so filled with grace and his spirit was so united with Christ that he was not confined by the laws of gravity or or any of the other physical laws that you know we all deal with and the second that he realized that he started to doubt you know so negativity crept in and he doubted and then he sunk i think that is something that i want to strive towards is to really keep my focus on Christ and really keep my heart wide open to the possibilities that I don't have to be confined by the things that I have considered to be my shortcomings or my difficult circumstances. You just got to figure out how not to want what you think you want and keep your eyes on Christ. And and I think that's what Lent is, you know, giving up things because you only want what God wants for you. Which seems like the hardest part is trying to give up the things that are the easiest for you to do on a day-to-day basis. You know, any habit is- Habit. Uh, yeah, it's exactly right. It, yeah. it, is, yeah. it is the hardest thing to crack because the harder that you try, the harder that it gets. The harder you try to pull away from it, the, it seems like the more it pulls toward you. So, and that's you know, the, the whole idea of mindful meditation, which we, sure. we talk about a lot. Like the more you try to quiet your mind, the more your thoughts race. It's like the more Father Mitch was saying, splashing around in that whirlpool. Or if you think about Peter and that image of him walking on water, the more you think like, I'm walking on water. And then you start to think, I can't walk on water. And then before you realize that, you know, you're splashing around. Yeah. The more you try the worse it is. And that's just kind of the point. It's like, you can't try hard enough. You just have to trust. And I heard a quote recently that reminds me of this conversation that we try to find comfort in other things. If it's checking out on Facebook or if it's drinking or whatever those vices are for us, 
But Jesus is saying, come find comfort in me. And I don't think we turn to Jesus in those times. When we want a piece of chocolate, we're trying to find comfort in that piece of chocolate or that glass of wine or just five minutes of scrolling through Facebook. But Jesus is saying, come find comfort in me. Definitely the hardest. When you are so used to, you just brought up a glass of wine and like, I just got thirsty again. So, you know, it's just, I don't know how many days, I don't know how many days I'm on without a drop of alcohol, but it's a ridiculous amount. It's crazy to me because now it's like looking back, I'm just like scrolling through here so I can look because I got this little app for the Exodus 35 days. That's 35 days without a drop of alcohol is insanity for me. And now 35 days later, I still think about it. It's almost like that habit. It's not that crutch that just grab and down a couple of beers and the whole world's fine for, you know, an hour. But it really doesn't make it okay because after the hour, it's still there. So eventually you got to end up dealing with it. And it sounds like as far as Lent goes, giving up temptation and the weakness and the self-doubt and the irritation and all of that, just good mental reset. And I think something that the Exodus 90 is providing you, Doug, is that accountability. Like you have some accountability to that group that is helping you through this process. And I think the way provides that community as well as accountability for us to better ourselves on the journey. For Lent, the church gives us almost a slogan, prayer, fasting, and almsgiving as the three things we need to work on during the Lenten season. In regard to Lent and what we're talking about right now, the giving of something away, like giving someone something that you want to have for yourself, it's not just about giving money to the church or giving money to poor people. It's more about your opportunity to be generous and what it does to your own heart. Three things that I had seen was the Ten Commandments, the seven sacraments, and the three persons in the Trinity. So, Doug, I think the point there is that also for Lent, the church gives us a formula. So for Lent, we focus on prayer, fasting, and almsgiving. And again, I think it's important that we spend just a little bit of prayer or mindfulness. What is God calling you to in those three things? Or what is the one thing that God is calling you to this Lent? It doesn't have to be a big thing, but God is probably laying some one thing on your heart that he wants you to work on this Lent. And it's probably something hard, but that's what he wants you to work on for the next 40 days. One of my favorite things about our church, you know, so there's like no big secret that I am incredibly disorganized and I work out of almost 100% on the fly and like out of the left side of my brain. And Michelle is all order and all structure. And she works almost 100% on the right side of her brain. And we're both Catholic and we both love our faith so much. And I think one of my favorite things about being Catholic is the guidelines are so clear. There are so many organized, like even our seasons, like our readings are the same. And if you go to any Catholic church anywhere in the world, you're going to be reading the same scripture and it's, and it's laid out for three years in advance. So everything is so well structured so that someone like me can just be bouncing around in the safety of that structure. And that's the way I look at it for myself. You know, if I think if I didn't have the structure of, of our Catholic church, I wouldn't be as well-rounded a Christian as I am because I have a tendency toward, you know, just being really just being in the moment and not planning well enough. The coolest thing again about Lent is, and really everything in our faith, it's up to you how you're going to work your Lent. You know, even though the church has some guidelines and some suggestions and some ideas, there's nothing that says that you have to focus on the sacraments, that you have to give something up, that you there, there's really no hard, fast rules, but there is a lot of opportunity for structure, a lot of opportunity for guidelines. I think it's kind of neat in Lent to explore something that maybe you haven't explored in the past. Like 
Last Lent was the first time I ever explored going, you know, extended periods of time on a black fast. And I'm really glad I did it. It was a super cool experience. I mean, I, maybe this Lent, it will be something different for me as far as, you know, I haven't really decided yet what I'm going to do for Lent this year. But I, I also think it's really powerful to, like Michelle said, if God's calling you to something that's hard, there's going to be temptation, there's going to be struggle, and then you can pretty much be guaranteed that there's going to be growth. So like we talked about, Doug, on the very first podcast, you know, do something that scares the crap out of you. You know, because there is so much beautiful opportunity for growth and change when you do something that's hard and when you do something that sounds like the last thing you want to do. So what's coming up for the way as far as the retreats and what kind of activities do you guys got planned for the upcoming months? So the next thing we have up is the DNS Rosary, which will be on Monday, March 16th. And that will start at 630 with instructional part of it. And then we start the Rosary right at seven o'clock and that's at Sacred Heart Church. And then our next retreat, we're really excited because it's already full for the weekend, is begins Friday, April 24th and goes through the 26th. And then our fall retreat will begin on Friday, September 18th and goes through the 20th. And we are taking names for that retreat. What type of comments are you guys getting on the Facebook page since we started the podcast? Yeah, so we have definitely our Facebook page is kind of blown up and we've definitely been hearing some really positive things about both just you know, the Facebook community and also podcasts. So that's great. We're totally open to suggestions too of other ways we can kind of keep one another plugged in and kind of keep one another accountable, especially during the Lenten season. You know, it is one thing about doing a scary, hard thing that you've never done before. It is awfully nice to know that you have friends on the way, <laughs> you know, that other people are are on the same mission, maybe not exactly your mission, but doing something that's hard too. And it's always good to know that you have friends, you know, in your corner. Yeah. Especially with, you know, all the people that listen each week. We accept all of the feedback that we can possibly get because it only just helps us grow, whether it's good or bad. You know, it's just, it's always good to hear just from people just listening, just yeah. any, anything. I know. It's kind of neat that you're saying that because I've already had a couple ideas of people that I would love to have come on, you know, and talk. The one person that comes to my mind, I'm just going to out her right now <laughs> is Janine Thomas. And she's lost, I want to say close to 60 pounds since her first way retreat. And she has wow. so many really cool ideas on that. So anyway, that she's just a, to hear. Yeah, just to hear, you know, how she's doing it and how she's feeling about it. Of course, I get to see her all the time cuz she works out with me, but but it would be really neat to have her on. And she's also a therapist, so she just has such a beautiful way of looking at things. Anyway, Janine, and we talked about maybe wanting to have Joan Besson on and talk about, you know, just the artistic quality that she brings to all the retreats and just to our community in general. Over the next 3 weeks, Lisa will be going over Lent and how it relates to our mind. Kathy will be going over fasting and dying to ourself and movement. And then Father Mitch will be really deep diving into our spiritual life during Lent and our relationship with Jesus. Okay, so that was a great introduction of what the listeners can expect in the upcoming episodes in regards to Lent. And we're looking forward to having each of the group's leaders back on to share their views, knowledge, and give us a little guidance as we enter into the Lenten season. We're also excited that we are now available on Anchor.fm, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Breaker, Podcasts, and Radio Public. And more listening platforms will be added shortly, so we will keep you updated when they are available. Also, be sure to subscribe to the show where possible and share with a friend that you think may enjoy it as well. Make sure to connect with The Way on Facebook and follow us on Instagram at The Way Mind Body Spirit. We hope you all enjoyed today's episode. And with all that said, I will talk to you all soon. Thanks, Doug. Bye, Doug.